Hey Neil, how's it going? It's it's been hard. I just woke up from a 20-year coma. All my friends and loved ones have either died or moved on in life. I'm completely alone. All I have is my entertainment to keep me company and fill the void that human interaction once filled. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Blockbuster. What's wrong? All the Blockbusters are closed except for one in Oregon. Oh God. What can fill this emptiness inside me now? Well, let me tell you. Welcome to a serious series about most importance, the series. I'm Neil, and Tom can't be here this week. With us instead is our guest host, Steve. Hi, Steve. How's it going? All the way from upstairs. Um, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about uh, what a Netflix series, I guess. And what are the Netflix series that uh, we're going to try to hit on? Well, the ones I think we've watched are Maniac, uh, Black Mirror, Bodyguard, Bird Box. <laughs> Not exactly a series in and of itself, but Oh, House of Cards. And who can forget their best work? Oh. I boy. I boy. Uh, let's start with. You want to start with House of Cards? That was their first original series, I think, right? <clears throat> was it the first one? It's the first one I ever watched. Yeah, this I think it was when they were getting into the streaming game. It was a big get for them to get Kevin Spacey to yeah, do the series. Right. It's an adaptation of the of the UK one. I've never seen the UK one. Have you? Neither have I. But um, apparently, it was really similar. I don't know how they ended this compared to people were saying they were going to end House of Cards. Similar to how they did it in uh, in UK. Well, I think in the UK there's a lot more you know molestation and stuff, so I imagine it would be a pretty similar ending to how <laughs> Kevin Spacey was going to sure. do it. I I heard season six was awful. Uh, yeah, so I also found season five awful too. Um, so I, I remember the first two seasons were all about um, Kevin Spacey's character Frank, who's a congressman. He wanted to be the vice president or the president or something, and then at the end of season two he ends up being the president. Yeah. So that's, the first two seasons were great. Yeah, exactly. I wish I had stopped then. I continued, I think, season three and four, and then it started going, you know, off the rails. Even despite what was going on, you know, out, like in the real world, I still found it to be. You, you know, of, you know what was weird though for me was um, I remember watching the show back then with my parents. Oh. And there were some weird orgy scenes. Yeah. Was there an orgy scene? Yeah, they had that security guard. There was a threesome. Fine, yeah, there was the threesome. I guess that's not an orgy. Yeah. What's your definition of an orgy? Not that. Not a threesome. So, like, so, a four-summer bus? Probably, yeah. Yes, that's probably how I define it. See, my definition, I guess, would be anything beyond the number. Like, you could have, you can't have a, you can have a five-some, but you can't have a six-some. You know? So yours is beyond five? I think beyond five. <laughs> Would be an orgy. I never really thought about that. So I guess there's never been an orgy scene in House of Cards, but there was definitely a threesome, and that was weird to watch with my parents. That's hilarious. There was also some really weird, like, like child role play that the uh, that the journalist that Zoe had. Child role play. Yeah, during their sex scenes, it was a little weird too. Early on in like the oh um because she had like a was really... that Kate Mara yeah oh yeah I, I remember when she got killed off at the beginning of season two. When he pushed her in front of a yeah. metro car, yeah. I was like, "Well, that was half my reason I for really, watching the show." <laughs> I know. She she left the show because she was going to be in the Fantastic Four reboot. 
How did that go? That was Fantastic, the like the third Fantastic Four movie. Did it end up doing well? No, it was awful, and it ended up bombing, and her movie career has ended. Wow. I haven't seen her in anything in a really long time. Damn. The House of Cards pretty much went down the drain after that, I'd say, too. I'd say pretty much everyone involved in House of Cards, their career has tumbled like a... <laughs> like a box of something. Have you seen Kevin Spacey? He put out like a video around Christmas time. I heard about it. I didn't see it. It's the weirdest. It's probably one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It makes me think he's an actual psychopath. I think he might be an actual psychopath. He kind of assumed uh, uh, Frank Underwood's character and kind of asserted his innocence. <sighs> it was it was weird. And then uh, kind of weirdly alluded to somehow being back on the show, which I think is officially over at this point. Yeah, it's over. They were going to just end it, but um, Netflix... Well, first, I think this is one of the earliest things in the Me Too movement, right? Was Kevin Spacey. Well, earlier than Harvey Weinstein? No, maybe Harvey Weinstein was first, but like it was, no one really knew how to remove a lead oh, yeah, actor from sure. the show at this time, so they were just sort of guessing. Sure. And I think they wanted to end the show, but because of all the... They had already committed to season six and put a lot of like production money into it, and they would have to fire all the cast and crew... So they just made this weird Frankenstein season six. It's pretty hilarious to watch every single clip from season six on on uh, YouTube, and I've watched some random ones, and no one, everyone's just completely just shitting on it. And uh, do you think it would have been better if, like, uh, like let's assume Kevin Spacey didn't, you know, wasn't a sexual deviant and you know molesting people all the time? Would it have been better with Kevin Spacey? It would have been better. I think it would have been better, but not by that much. Because the last four seasons were all shit anyways, right? Yeah. It might have been just as bad, honestly. Because I hated the the way the last season was going, whatever. Let me see if we can remember it. It got too complicated. I didn't feel invested enough to follow up with how thick the plot was getting. And When you say thick, what do you mean? (sighs) I don't know. Like, I, I just probably don't. I don't think I know enough about politics to follow some of it and at some point in the beginning of seasons one and two and and even three I felt invested enough where I would like look stuff up and try to understand what was going on but once season four rolled I was like no well I think so it sounds like it wouldn't have made a difference maybe not by if if so not by that much yeah I gotcha and now I know like that Kevin Spacey's just as weird as he seemed from that show. Just, yeah, don't think I'd ever watch anything. I remember reading something online about someone said they uh, used to make people watch Kevin Spacey movies and, like, this guy's friend hated Kevin Spacey. So they made this friend watch The Usual Suspects and then, like, right towards the end when Kevin Spacey's character just suddenly appears, he's like, ah, shit. (laughs) I remember when they were filming House of Cards, um, they filmed it in Maryland, Annapolis, Maryland, I think. And there was all this weird hearsay around the time. Everyone sort of knew Kevin Spacey was closeted. And that's not the problem, obviously. The problem was that he, even back then, he was rumored to be going after, like, underage boys. See, I didn't know that. It was just a rumor. Like, everyone has scandalous celebrity rumors, and you can't pay attention to them. But with the benefit of hindsight... I wouldn't have hired Kevin Spacey. (laughs) He just seems weird. I don't know. I think that's enough. uh, Just his personality seems off-putting enough for me not to have want to hire him anyway. What else is Robin Wright in? 
She's I in something. She's in another big thing. I just remember her in Wonder Woman. But I don't. Uh, I don't remember what she became she's famous. She's pretty big. Yeah, she's pretty big. Otherwise, and like a something we're all familiar with too. Hold on, Forrest Gump. Who is she in? For- uh, Wait, she was Jenny. I don't think she was Jenny. Uh, she was Jenny. She was Jenny. No. <laughs> I didn't write that note. I had no idea she was Jenna. Okay, maybe that's what that was. Fine. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, this isn't a Netflix original, but Forrest Gump is a great movie. Of course. But yeah. Jenna wow. is a terrible human being and a terrible person, <laughs> and everything she did to Forrest was manipulative and evil, and I hate her. I wish he had run away from her. <laughs> I wasn't... I know, this might... This might uh, Disappointing. I wasn't nearly as big a fan as Forrest Gump. I think because I watched it when I was so young and it didn't really... That's fair. I had heard of the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company before I had seen Forrest Gump, and I thought it was really weird that they had paid this amount of money to have a tie-in to this random movie from the 90s. I don't even know what that is. The Bubba Gump Shrimp Company is a real restaurant. That's the... um, Forrest and Bubba started this shrimp company in the movie, and then it became like this real restaurant chain after the movie. Oh, I didn't know it actually... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real. It's like everywhere. After the movie? After the movie. Oh, wow. I didn't know it actually became a thing. Yeah. I've never eaten there, because oh, okay. I hear it's terrible. <laughs> they were going to make a sequel to Forrest Gump, um, and then they never did. He was going to go to like space and stuff, I think. <laughs> I'm serious. Really? Yeah. And that's a natural transition to iBoy. <laughs> God, I don't know if I remember anything about it. I never watched Eye Boy. That was just you and our other roommate, Jayanta, who is sitting right here. Jay, what was Eye Boy about? You know, I think it was about being killed. Like, what? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's why, I, that's why we decided to watch it. Or at least that's why I wanted to watch it. I think probably what we'll do is just cut this whole segment about iBoy out. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's actually pretty funny. Let me see how much I remember. What? Do we, what? I remember the, the, like the main the, the reason behind the show. I don't remember what actually what happens. Yeah, fuck it. We're not doing this. <laughs> Netflix movies are notoriously bad, aren't they? Like the yeah. original movies. What, what else was... So, iBoy, Annihilation... Was not an island. Not an island. What was the Extinction? one? That, Extinction. Extinction. Is that it? the one yeah. with Michael Pena? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was bad too. That one wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be because that was supposed to be released theatrically, um, and it had been on the shelf for like three years, and then Netflix finally bought it. And they do that a lot. They bought the Cloverfield Paradox. Also, uh, they buy all these crappy movies that no one wants to release theatrically because they're not going to make their money back. Mm-hmm. And they work as incentives for people to stay subscribed to Netflix. That's what they did with the other Jungle Book movie, Mowgli, the one by Andy Serkis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was released in December. And I don't know anyone who's talked about it since then. Bird Box. Okay, so this is... I also think Bird Box is not a very great movie. Tell me about Bird Box, because I didn't watch it. Many people told me not to watch it. See, I, I feel like it was this weird, I couldn't tell if it was like a hybrid between, I, didn't, I couldn't tell if they wanted to be like a scary movie or like some sort of parody. There was some weird comic relief mixed in. So I, it didn't feel like it committed to one or the other. So what was it just, about? So it was this post-apocalyptic world where uh, 
you don't really get too too much um, as to what actually caused it, but there are these beings that anytime some sane person looks at, they uh, want to commit suicide, or they commit suicide, like uh, almost like the happening. Um, so that's why they have the blindfolds on. That's why, yeah, exactly. Um, but there's uh, a group of people who um, are insane, who don't, uh, who aren't as affected by it, and they force other normal people to look at whatever these beings are and make them kill themselves. Interesting. So I not really. I didn't. I read an article, or I read a, a headline about Bird Box, and that made me not want to watch it. It said. The real enemy in Bird Box is social media. And I thought that was stupid. Ugh. And I didn't want to watch Bird Box anymore. And I now see that it was probably just, you know, an allegory or metaphor or whatever. I didn't like, I don't like Sandra Bullock, just in general. Why? I'd, maybe her character in the movie was especially annoying. The only other... You know, she, she was Miss America twice. Why do you hate America, Steve? <laughs> I she know. was Miss Conge- Congeniality, Yeah, that's right? what I'm okay, referring fine. to. Oh, yeah, she wasn't even Miss America. She was the runner-up, the nice personality one. What else, um, why don't you like Sandra Bullock? Um, I find every character she plays to be extremely annoying. I mean, maybe that's just like a typecast kind of thing. She was in Speed, I don't Ocean's know. 8, Gravity. I watched, I watched Gravity. Miss Congeniality, and that's all I remember. No, uh, the, the one with Ryan Reynolds, The Proposal. I didn't watch that. That was a good movie, but again, she also played another annoying character. What a! I actually heard good things about her performance in Bird Box. Really? Yeah. Maybe just by her publicist. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know how to say it, man. She, I just found it really annoying. What do you think about the Bird Box challenge? I don't know what that is. People are putting blindfolds on and doing <laughs> stupid shit. Hmm. Is, like, like once Tide uh, made their seals harder to open, the kids, the teens needed something else stupid to okay. do. So yeah, they've been blindfolding themselves and just walking around and doing dumb stuff. Netflix had to officially condemn people doing the Bird Box challenge. <laughs> I don't think it's good enough of a movie to warrant some some challenge like that. There's also another uh, thing. They used real life footage of some uh, train disaster in Montreal at the beginning of the movie where a lot of people died, mm-hmm. and um, the survivors, or the family members of the people who died in that are really mad at Netflix, because they're using Good. that footage, and Netflix is like, <laughs> we're not going to remove it. Go away. <sighs> Netflix is a weird company. Have you read anything about No, I haven't. So the, the CEO, Reed Hastings, they started out small, obviously. Um, they were just doing the DVD by mail thing. Mm-hmm. And then when they switched into streaming, they were going to still do the DVD by mail thing. Then they tried to split into two companies with Netflix being the streaming one and Quickster being the uh, DVD one. Do you remember that? No, not at all. So Quickster failed. I would have Their stock plummeted and then they just reabsorbed it back into the main Netflix. But their company philosophy, there was this article in the Wall Street Journal maybe a month or two ago about how terrible it is to work there. Um, They have these things where every time you make a mistake, you're supposed to tell it to all your employ- uh, co-workers uh, to encourage a thing, a, a culture of transparency. Mm. And they also have a keeper test. And what that means is every manager during every employee review asks, would I fight hard to keep this employee on? 
and if the answer is no, they fire it. Oh. And the person who came up with that test was actually fired by Reed Hastings <laughs> after doing the keeper test, like five years after coming up with the test. Wow. So it's a really weird culture. That's still... That's still what they do, yeah. Uh, this, was, this was two months ago, maybe. I don't know any of that. Because it's not that important. Yeah. Netflix is interesting insofar as it was the first major streaming site. And what's interesting now is there's 500 other streaming sites. Do they still do the um, sending out Blu-rays, DVDs? Yeah, I think so. Kind of thing? It, it, I think there's all the stuff that, are, that isn't on there. And I assume you'd fill that with actually ordering yeah. a Blu-ray. I think that's the intention, but I don't know anyone, yeah, at least in our age demographic, who still uses Blu-rays or discs of any sort. Yeah. I think uh, when Disney comes out with their streaming service next year, it's going to really mess with Netflix. Hopefully they'll have better original... Uh... Well, they will, because Disney owns everything. They own Marvel, Lucasfilm, exactly, yeah. um, you know, Disney, Pixar. What else has Lucasfilm done besides? Indiana Jones. That's right. And they're coming out with a Star Wars TV recently, show. Recently, yeah, recently, though, that's still... Recently, it's all just Star Wars, because George Lucas sold Lucasfilms to them in 2014 or 2015. Yeah. And they're making a new Indiana Jones movie also with Harrison Ford. Wow. How old is he now? 75? I think he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> so I shouldn't watch Bird Box? Uh, don't waste your time. Okay. I don't know. Did you ever watch Bright? No. That was the Will no, Smith fantasy one from last year? No, no, no. That was shitty Bright. too. That was on Netflix? Yeah. That was on Netflix original? Yeah, they're making a franchise. It's like... What if magic was real, but in our current world? So it's like downtown LA with orcs, and there's an orc police officer, and there's racism against orcs, and the oh elves are the upper class. And it's a very thinly veiled illusion for our current political climate. And also Will Smith is bad. I liked Will Smith a lot more before he was all Scientology. He's Scientologist? Yeah, so is uh, Jaden. Do you remember their movie After Earth? It's all just Scientology stuff. When's the last movie that he was good in? Will Smith? Yeah. I don't know. What has he been in recently besides I don't know Suicide Squad and, <laughs> and Bright? The last thing I remember seeing was... The, what was the movie about where he kills himself to get 7 pounds or 11 pounds? 7 pounds, seven I think. Pounds. I, the last thing I, I saw him in was he made a YouTube video during the Shiggy Challenge, and I remember watching that. I don't know what that is. The, that's the Drake song. Oh, oh, oh. Like where everyone is okay. getting out of the car and doing the dance. I don't know that's what that, that was called. Yeah. He was also in the YouTube Rewind, um, which is probably, I think, the most disliked video on all of YouTube. What is the YouTube Rewind? Um, so all these famous YouTubers basically came together in this one video just to recap things that happened in 2019. And I think everyone was up in arms because PewDiePie wasn't in it. I don't really follow PewDiePie. I don't understand YouTube. I don't understand the youth. Neither do I. I don't understand why PewDiePie is so popular. He's, I don't know. What's a I, Fortnite? He's, he does more than gaming, I think. Isn't but he does everything over, as, of, as what the video game streamers do. They just do everything over you know, whatever they're playing. But, I mean, I don't know. I've actually tried to watch some of his videos just to... Isn't a Fortnite just two weeks? That is what a... But isn't it N-I-T-E, though? Isn't that how the game's spelled? Yeah. Isn't that how... Is, is that, is that not how the word Fortnite is no, spelled? No, I think it's spelled with I-G-H-T. 
my god. So tell me about Black Mirror. Uh, so what's new with Black Mirror? Um, what was that episode? Bandersnatch, right? Yeah, Bandersnatch was the recent Choose Your Own Adventure one. That's the only... Uh, I've only seen a couple episodes of Black Mirror. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I just didn't get into it. But Bandersnatch was interesting, I thought. I don't know if it was a good story, but it was fun. I thought it could have been a good episode, like regular episode. A much better regular episode. Choose um, Your Own Adventure is suing them. What is Choose Your Own? Choose Your Own Adventure is a, is a book company. And, you know, those Choose Your Own Adventure books, that's what the Bandersnatch is based on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Is Bandersnatch an actual book? No. Oh, okay. But Choose Your Own Adventure is an actual book company okay. Company um, who, like, piloted the Choose Your Own Adventure format in books. So they're suing Netflix for using a Choose Your Own Adventure thing. And it'll actually be really interesting. Because no one's done interactive media like that yeah. before, I think. It's essentially a video game, right? Bandersnatch? I don't know. Not. What's different about it than a video game? I mean, you're controlling the act. Okay, so maybe like a fine, like a role-playing game or something. Yeah, but there are role-playing games. There was Telltale Games, the game studio that did these choose-your-own-adventure type things. And I felt like they really influenced... When, so I watched it by myself, or not by myself, with my friends at home, and then I came here, and then um, everyone here watched it. And it's funny how we all thought exactly the same thing. So I, I thought it was interesting how, like, how well they suggested... Um, we we literally had the same conversations before certain um, uh, choices came up, so it felt like, which I think was a theme of the the episode too, that you really didn't have that much control over what you were choosing. So we ended up picking the same things, doing very similar, making very similar decisions, and I don't know. And then you end up cycling back over and over again, and um, I thought that part was cool, just forgetting like what happened and what didn't happen, and yeah. Um, they they made they filmed something like a thousand different scenes for this movie, and there are endings that even the people who make the show don't know how to get to. Oh, so it's really weird. I see. I wish they spent more time just making more episodes because they actually because of how complex this was, they had to push season five. It was originally supposed to come out in March 2019, and it'll be later now because of how much work it took to make Bandersnatch. Mm. What ending did you get? What ending? I mean, I got a bunch of the ending. My favorite, I mean, I'd probably go with my favorite one when the game does really well and he's, he um, cuts apart his dad's body. And See, I think that was the ending that, that, the, movie, that it, the episode should have had. I, I didn't want to kill the dad. I kept not killing the dad. Oh. And then, I, I mean, I, liked, I sympathized with the dad. I know, I did too, but I, I just wanted to see that kid crack. Something about it made me want to... My, my favorite ending was... Um, you go back in time and go on the train with your mom. You board the 845 with your mom oh. and you both die. And then you yeah. just suddenly die in your therapist's office. Mm -hmm. That was a good one, too. And then there was a weird video game one. The Netflix one? Where... Well, no. Yeah, so there's that one where he, they actually explain the streaming service. But yeah. there's also one where he's in the therapist's office and, I don't know, flips a table or something? Yeah, yeah. And that's, no, that's the same ending. That's the same the, one? The, the one where you're talking to his character about what Netflix is. I don't know how you're still keeping these storylines straight. I just thought it was interesting. They all mesh together. And then, and then she's like really sexually looking at you being like, wouldn't you want a little more action? Yeah, wink, yeah. wink. And then you like flip a table and punch her. 
That was another good ending. I thought that was funny. I didn't think it was a good ending. No, I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was a good ending. I like how out there it was. Well, the ending of um, the five-star game one, it ends with the... That's the only one I remember. Over the credits, it has that other, the modern programmer working for Netflix being like, I'm going to make like a Netflix interactive movie. And that character, you know the video game designer who you look up to, um, who then jumps off the yeah. building? Yeah. That character is his daughter. Maybe I didn't get to that ending. Because oh, the one that, I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm probably not going to go back. But the one I got, it was a, it was a woman. Yeah, it is a woman. You said his daughter. His oh, daughter. Yeah, his the, daughter. The guy who jumps off the building, it's his daughter who's making the Netflix show in this oh, version. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was interesting. There's a lot of stuff like that, which is just interesting to play around with, but it doesn't make the episode better. No. He was in um, We Are the Millers, I think. Oh. He was the nerdy kid. Yeah. He had to leave Twitter because yeah, how much I everyone saw hated him. I don't know why. I guess they hated how his character looked or something. I don't know. He got, yeah, I, I, I saw screenshots of some of the comments that people were saying. People, <laughs> on, people on the internet are weird. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked his character. But, I mean, I think you're supposed to. Yeah. I like this character. I, I thought it was interesting. Actually, so the most interesting part of the episode for me was when... Initially, you get the offer to work at the company. I think probably 90% of people said, yes, like, let's do that. And then you're, it's wrong, and it just forces you to redo it. And then that changes the timeline, because his character has read Vandersnatch then in the new timeline. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was trippy. I think he ended up saying no in the beginning. Oh. <laughs> it seemed too good to be true. It was too good to be true. You and make then he a said it like a game. question. Yeah. <laughs> what are... So there's just four other seasons of Black Mirror, right? Mm -hmm. But only the last two have been Netflix originals. Before that, it was just oh, on the BBC. Mm -hmm. And and there was one, one or two Christmas specials. I know John Hamm was in one of oh, them. Oh, that was my that was probably one of my favorite episodes. Really? What is the best episode of Black Mirror? Oh, I I love the uh, the USS Callister one, the first episode. Of I've Black seen Season. that one. That one is just it was a, it just seems like so much fun, that. It was so out there, but it was, it just seemed fun. I always, I typically, I like Black Mirror in general because it, it has this weird melon, melancholy that I like. Mm -hmm. um, but that one actually just seemed like um, really happy. And it was still some dark stuff. That USS happened. Callister? Yeah. I, I mean, the, the way it ended. Oh, yeah, that's true. I, that and San Junipero are the ones that are supposed to have good endings, I think, right? Uh, I haven't watched putting Sanjay a spoiler Nippero. alert before I would assume I mean you know what if you're listening to a podcast about Netflix movies and TV shows you've probably seen them so San Junipero was actually supposed to have a really dark ending which I think I would have liked more I've, I've never seen it I'm not going to see it so tell me what happens uh, so it's oh my god let me see how much I can explain off memory um, it's this alternate um Reality where people who are dying can upload um, their consciousness into, I don't know, this database or something. Like where, in Futurama. I, also, I haven't watched Futurama very much. Um, Get out of my house. <laughs> um, where, where they're dying and they can essentially live forever. Okay. Um, 
and um, you can trial it before, uh, obviously, trial before you die, and all these terminate, termi terminally ill, you're going to edit this, right? No. <laughs> terminally ill patients um, end up trying it out and deciding whether they want to basically die or end up in this database. Okay. And so one of these um, people who's dying um, meets someone in the database who had already passed away, and... Um, they're both, they're all very young. When you're in this database, you end up being, I guess, in your 20s. Everyone looks very young and just going out and partying all the time. And they end up um, hitting it off, I guess, and getting to a really close relationship, and she's just deciding whether or not she wants to stay oh, or abandon her. Um, it also, it seemed weird because there's, this, there's a bit of loneliness, I think, too, being in that database because her, the person who, who died, her spouse wasn't in there. Interesting. So... Um, so why it was supposed to end was, where she got abandoned? Oh, okay, but she didn't. But instead, no, of course, and she, of course, she ended up choosing to stay in the database. And uh, see, why mid twenties? Why are you like? In everyone just looked like it. I don't know. I, I like I'm in my mid. Or I'm in my late twenties, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> but mid twenties were kind of boring. Early twenties was more interesting. Maybe that was the early twenties. Maybe they were. It seemed like the, the crowd was people who had been out of... I think I would want to be 12 with the knowledge of someone <laughs> in their 40s and just, you know, mess with existence. People would assume I'm possessed. My 40s. Maybe with the knowledge I had now. I don't know, 40s, I think I'd get too, too cynical. If you could go back and change one thing in med school, what would it be? No. no. <laughs> Um, so that's Black Mirror. Season five will come out eventually. Um, let's talk about oh, Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Talked about what? So first of all, I want. Are there not that many British actors? Because why do I see them in the <laughs> same everywhere? Well, it's a very small <laughs> island. There's like, not, I mean. Everything that I, I've seen has been remotely British. I've seen the same actors. What have you seen that's been remotely British? Okay, not remotely British, but anything that I've... So, fine. Outlaw King had... Um, Chris Pine is American. No, but the uh, Stannis. Stannis' character. What's his name? Stannis the Menace. What, no, what's his, what's his name? Stephen Delane um, was, uh, was the king. Well, uh, well, so the reason you know everyone from Game of Thrones is because, A, Game of Thrones is probably the most popular show on the planet... B, they only, when they were casting the show, they only hired people from the UK. That was one of the requirements for filming all over the EU, I think. Were there just so many characters? There were so many fun. characters, and they hired really good actors. And I think it raised the profile of all those actors so that they got more roles. So I think it's sort of a chicken-egg situation. Would you have seen Stannis the Manus in Outlaw King if he wasn't in Game of Thrones? Probably not. I'm trying to think of outside of Game of Thrones. So Peaky Blinders had Esme, who also played in Bodyguard, played the wife in Bodyguard. Who's Esme? Um, the Shelby sister, the only female in the family. The youngest sister, I think. Uh, see, I've only seen two episodes of Peaky Blinders no. years ago. Oh, no. But I would, the theme song is the best theme song of any show, maybe. Oh, Red Right Hand? Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. They that Throughout the whole series, they had different artists cover that song. And oh, really? it didn't get old, yeah. I thought it was just the Nick Cave version. No, they played that a lot. That was the official 
theme song, but throughout they had Jack White play it. They had, I don't know, all these other British groups that I hadn't heard of play it, and I wasn't surprisingly wasn't sick of the song. Jack White did a cover of Red Right Hand? I think so. I oh think, my god. I think one of them was him, yeah. I, the only cover I've heard is the Arctic Monkeys, and I loved it. I think I think Jack White was... I know, the Arctic Monkeys was in it too. I think Jack... And I'm starting to doubt myself now. No, maybe. I think I, he did. I could believe it. He does a lot of shit. That's a really good song. No, absolutely. Um... Anyway, bodyguard. The, the only American actor that cast in Game of Thrones was um, uh, Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, bodyguard, six-part show, I think. Interesting show, really well made. Richard Madden, I don't think, can act for shit, though. He looks like he was always just smelling a little bit of poop on his, <laughs> under the bridge of his nose. Really? I didn't feel like that. Nah, he was all right. <laughs> People kept saying um, his how good he did in this show would be like a great reason to cast him as James Bond eventually. Oh, okay. I don't I think, think I, feel like that. I don't think he would be a good James Bond. Honestly, I don't really watch that much James Bond, so that's understandable. Either way, I don't think for the caliber of character James Bond is, I don't think I agree. I don't think that uh, he did that. What did you think about how stupid the police in England apparently are <laughs> in the bodyguard? <laughs> Like he, in late in the show, in one episode, he has this this vest on that the bad guys have strapped to him. This bomb vest, and he has this this bomb disposal robot that he like gives the vest to, and then he just basically like shouts to the police, "Look over there!" and then runs away yeah, into London. Was there no aerial surveillance? <laughs> London is the most surveilled place on the planet, probably all the CCTV yeah. and stuff, and they just were like, "Whoa, where did he go?" Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, I completely agree. That's exactly how I felt. But um, they're making they're going to make a season two, I think. Really? Yeah. Not with him, with the same guy? I'm not sure. It, it just it was such a popular show. It seemed like such a closed loop. I think so too. But I, I think they're looking at avenues to continue it. Oh, uh, I'm scared now that it won't be good. It probably won't be good. So although British shows, so Netflix does something where. If they're the only distributor in the U.S., they will still call it a Netflix original, even if they weren't responsible for funding it initially. Mm. So, or vice versa. So shows that are funded by someone else in the U.S., if they're distributed internationally by Netflix, are considered Netflix originals mm. in those uh, in those territories. Like Star Trek Discovery is funded by CBS in the U.S., but everywhere else in the world, it is on Netflix, so it's considered okay. a Netflix original. But so this was a Netflix original in the U.S., but I think it was by the BBC. BBC yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what a season two would be about. I also they closed every loop. I think. Right? I thought. I thought it was even the, I thought the it was, wife. Like yeah. he just. Got, it seems like he's gonna get back together with his wife. I thought it was interesting that they killed the person he was a bodyguard for. He's a really bad bodyguard. I know. I like that you thought he committed suicide too. That was great. Did I he, hated his suits. Anyway. You hated his suits. His suits. Yeah. What were wrong with his suits? <clears throat> He had like a plain, um, I guess this is probably what bodyguards would normally wear. Well, that about wraps up our discussion <laughs> of bodyguard. Um, and then we were going to talk about Maniac, that Netflix miniseries with Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. Yeah, so that one, that's the one. Directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga. That was a weird show. It was, but it was, I don't know, I liked it. I, I'm... 
it was a little artsy, I think, and I tend to not like those, but this is one of them that I liked a lot. It was really abstract. This is uh, the guy who directed it is the guy who did, who directed, I think, or executive produced the first season of True Detective. Yeah, yeah, you're saying that, yeah. So he was he's used to the trippy stuff. He also produced the other Netflix original um, movie, The Beasts of No Nation. I've not seen that. Is that the one with Idris Elba? I, 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 you were telling me this before. I haven't really seen anything from. Honestly, I have no idea. I don't think Idris Elba is in it. He's in a different one. Um, maybe this is a documentary. Who knows? Anyways, what the hell was going on in Maniac? I could not tell episode to episode. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's it's trippy. So that when you think back, it's hard to summarize what. They're just a pharmaceutical trial. Oh, because of that pharmaceutical trial, like anything was on the table. Yeah, just had a Middle Earth episode where they were elves. Yeah, exactly. He Which was I... an owl. At some... <laughs> Jonah Hill was an owl at some point during this show. And it was a serious drama, not a comedy. Even the real world was trippy. It was this weird retro, but also futuristic. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be a parallel universe. Yeah, that would make sense. I liked a lot of the retro kind of themes, how they dressed, and uh, the big glasses, and... The guy who um, played the... Uh, oh, Justin Thoreau? Mantle Ray was the name of the, that guy, right? Something Mantle Ray? Yeah, it was Justin Thoreau. Yeah. Um, he was weird also. His relationship with his mom was weird. He straight up made out with his mom. Did he? Yeah, when they first saw each other. <laughs> yeah, Justin Thoreau was Mantle Ray. What else has he been in? Besides Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> I didn't know they were a thing, but that was very good wordplay. Um, they were. It was a good show. It was good as a miniseries. I'm glad they said we're making this number of episodes. We're not doing any more. Because mm-hmm. you don't expect there to be any open plot threads that way. It was much more like a prolonged movie. Some of these miniseries, they say, oh, we're going to do X number of episodes. And then, like we were talking about earlier, Bodyguard, initially supposed to be a miniseries, it became maybe the most viewed British drama Ever and then they were like, "All right, just kidding." Season two. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were gonna do that with. Uh, I didn't know they were that explicit with uh, Maniac actually. Yeah, no, they um, said that one hundred percent. Could you imagine what would season two be about? They're just. Well, I mean, they. Yeah, I don't know. So at the end of the show, Emma Stone and I, I forget their characters' names. Just Emma Stone and Jonah Hill are driving, and they're friends again. They've all solved their mental problems, or they've learned to live with their yeah. mental problems. I think it's more of it. I like Jonah Hill a lot after that. Not that I didn't like him; he was just like whatever. I I agree though, because he was very whatever up until this. Although, super bad. The first thing Emma Stone and Jonah Hill were together on, which you haven't seen, right? Which I haven't seen. I, I've started it. I watched it like back in the day. I never ended up finishing it. Uh, okay. Um. Superbad was great. Jonah Hill's been in a lot of good stuff. I'm going to be completely honest, I get him and Seth Rogen confused still, even though I think they're both skinnier now. Him and Seth Rogen. Oh. Yeah, Jonah Hill's pretty fit, actually, I think, now. Yeah. Seth Rogen's not. Is he not? And Seth Rogen's a lot taller, I think. And older. And older, yeah. What other serious stuff has Jonah Hill been in? Um, he was in Wolf Moneyball, Wolf. I think. Oh, he was in the... In the um, what is the, the, uh, the, the Iraq War movie? Which uh, one? Do- uh, something Dogs? Oh, 21 Jump Street. No, I mean, <laughs> Something Dogs. War Dogs. Was it War Dogs? Maybe. 
And yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Well, they profit Wolf off um, selling. Um, he was in Django. Oh, he was in Django. He's been, he's one of those guys. He started off in this Judd Apatow brand of comedy, and then just started doing serious stuff. A lot of comedians want to do that, um, but I think he pulled it off pretty well. Actually, he did much better than someone like Adam Sandler. Oh, I can't stand Adam Sandler. He was so good once upon a time. Was he? Yeah. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, um, you know, other things like that from the mid-90s. The only thing I remember is Click and, like, Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds was okay. It was okay. I didn't like Click. That's when it got sad. Yeah. But Maniac was a solid show, and I still have no... I still find myself randomly just, like, thinking about it a little bit. Not too much, but I think that's the mark of a show that's worth watching. Is yeah, that, you know, you don't you don't fully understand it, but you enjoyed the ride. It's like life. <laughs> For me, it's a lot of the random stuff that gets stuck in my head, like Justin Thoreau's character making out with his mom. So maybe a little <laughs> bit less profound for me. But um, did you ever watch that other Netflix or the Indian language one, Sacred Games? No. Oh, they have a yeah. It was their first Indian production, and. Um, they made one season of it. It's an adaptation of a book called Sacred Games. They're making a season two, but the production company, there was some sexual assault scandal or something like that, sexual misconduct, and this was in India, and it was the oh, first time there was a thing uh, in, like, a Me Too thing in India. Wow. But they are going ahead with season two, and actually, I was reading an article a little while ago, and Netflix and a bunch of other streaming companies signed some pledge in India that they would not host anything um, that could be viewed as like negative, like nothing negative depicting the Indian flag, things like that. Uh-huh. And I think that's the first time there's been some major agreement with a country like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you ever watch Hassan Minaj's document or like his show? I've seen like an episode or two. Yeah, it's bad, right? Uh, yeah, that's what it seems like the people I've talked to. I saw the the Supreme episode, and. Nah, it was it was okay actually. It's not as bad as I thought, but really. no, nah, I didn't feel pulled enough to watch um, the rest of it. They removed an episode for of that criticizing Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw Saudi that. Arabia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. That's probably a bigger topic than we have room to yeah, talk no, about here sure. on this entertainment podcast. But censorship is bad. Um, and I think. That comes to the end of it. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention during Black Mirror when we were talking was, you know how all the episodes are a little bit connected? Yeah. They, the guy, Charlie Booker, he said in an interview that uh, there's a multiverse. He said it's like the new Spider-Man movie where there's a multiverse. Really? Everything's a little bit connected, but they're all... Like, yeah, there's, there's that same song that plays... Mm-hmm. I forget the name of that song. I don't know, but they should all be considered their own little universes, but they're all connected, is what he said, oh, basically. that's cool. Wouldn't put a password and do something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we didn't talk about your favorite show. What's my favorite show? Lost in Space. <laughs> <laughs> I got through the whole, what, first episode? I, I only got through the whole first episode also. That was maybe the worst thing. That's the problem with Netflix, um... And John, one of uh, our other roommates, was saying this earlier. 
they have so much money, they make so much content, but so much of it is crap, and they're just making it to fill their coffers so that people have a reason to stay stay subscribed. But people actually like Lost in Space. I feel like it was made for a younger demographic, honestly. A younger, stupider demographic. (laughs) With their jewels and their Ariana Grande and their Fortnite. (laughs) It was like the little five-year-old kid who was this genius and everyone else was a complete idiot. and (sighs) The acting was bad. But they have to make crap like that because there's so many other streaming companies... Why would anyone stay subscribed to Netflix yeah. if they didn't constantly pump out stuff? Early on, they had the model of acquisition, but now everyone wants to host their own stuff because they all have their own streaming services. Yeah. And they had to raise their price. They raised their price by the most they've ever raised it recently. That's true. Did Wait, for that same price, do you get the ability to get stuff mailed to you? No, yep, that's an add-on. Price, I think. Oh my gosh! So no one's using that. No, no one's using that. Oh, such a disappointment because there's a lot of stuff that's still not on Netflix. A lot of good stuff that's not on Netflix. Yeah, maybe it's on Hulu. I hate that. I want everything consolidated. I don't want a lot of accounts. No, but you know, monopolies aren't good either. And that's our hot take: monopolies are bad. This has been serious series of utmost importance. The series. I'm Neil. I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I messed that up. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.